At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. This episode is brought to you by you. A quarter of a show is all we ask. Visit patreon.com slash NLCast and become a quarterbacker today. Also brought to you by drawyouapicture.com, where I, your host, can draw you a picture for pretty darn cheap. You need a ministry or a small business logo, a t-shirt design, podcast, cover art? That's what I do. See what I've drawn for others and what I can do for you at drawyouapicture.com. Hey, I'm Johnny Steinclover, and you're listening to That Story Show. That, that's toasted. That's messed up. Hey, how you doing, folks? This is That Story Show, where we're celebrating how hilarious life can be by sharing your funny life stories. This is episode 230 Brought to you the week of September 23rd, 2014. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and with me, as always, is John Steinklopper. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you, James. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you. Guys, this is a um, kind of a weird thing that we have to tell you, if you didn't notice. Um, most of you think you're probably tuning in to a show called Nobody's Listening. Uh, after mm. eight, eight years, uh, using that name and telling funny life stories, we have decided... Uh, to surprise you all with a name change. And uh, so now nobody's listening is called that story show surprise. Uh, yay. So you can go to that, that com from now on uh, all your old links will work too, but uh, you don't need to update anything in your iTunes or all that stuff. Uh, but from now on, we are uh, just doing things a tiny bit different. And when I say different, I mean a tiny bit better. Uh, we're going to be more family friendly yeah. for sure. Um, we're going to be more committed to telling and sharing your funny life stories. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to having regular guest hosts. Awesome. Um, we've already been doing that kind of sort of, you know, with, uh, with Christian on the other week and stuff. Um, we're also going to be doing regular theme shows like the vacation one coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, uh, inviting our favorite, uh, web celebrities and, uh, creative people. So that's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I am too, because I, um, I like, I like famous people. Um, and I, uh, but I like famous people I can talk to even yeah. better, like approachable famous people. So, um, yes. I, 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 before we get into it, I always hate, this is kind of like weird. Cause even after eight shows, this feels like a, a first time show first shows first episodes are always a little weird because you have to explain yourself and tell you know welcome everyone and and all this kind of stuff but um nobody can uh really break you into the new name like my wife um she oh. she recorded a special little tag for us so i'm going to play that right now visit oh the- yeah that's her right there here <laughs> here we go hello Hi, this is Jennifer. I just wanted to say that Nobody's Listing was never my first choice for a name, so I'm happy <laughs> with the new name, That Story Show. All right, so there you go. There you go. 
It's that. What else do you need? And she was with you since the very beginning. Oh, since the inception. Since before the beginning, she always wanted me to call it um, two half brothers telling the whole story because it started with me and my brother. I'm so glad I didn't yeah. go with that, of course. But uh, yeah, she, well, she had a better idea than than nobody's listening. It's a dumb idea. <laughs> dumb name. Um, two half brothers telling the whole story. <laughs> I think that was a. Polly song, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, man. That's throwing it way back. It is. But we're going to move forward, and one of the ways we're going to do that is uh, we have something we call the backstory. Mm. Mm. How you like that? I like that. This is all it's new like for John. Backdraft. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew some of it a little bit, but I like uh, that. But we, basically, backdraft. backstory is going to be where we share a story from the last seven days or so. So here's mine. Um, my, my story is called, uh, dogs can't tell time. And here's, here's oh, the deal. Good. Uh, I was recording a show. I'm sorry. I, I had recorded a show that day and I was editing it and I always edit out loud, meaning, you know, using the speakers instead of headsets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was very late at night. It was midnight. I was recording. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not recording. I was, uh, editing what I had recorded. And um, same thing. The dog starts freaking out. We have this dog. His name is Moffat, named for Stephen Moffat. And he's in this little cage right outside my door. And he starts freaking out. He never freaks out. He always goes to sleep. I'm like, shut up, go to sleep. And I start editing again. And he starts <laughs> freaking out. And I'm like, what's, you know, what is wrong with you? Has, you know, I don't know, something come up from the ground and eaten you like tremors? You know, I don't know. So I went awesome. and checked on him. He was fine. Everything was great. I come back and uh, I start editing again. Dog freaks out. I could just keep going because it took me quite a while to figure it out. I was editing a brand new podcast that I'm doing with my son called uh, Grateful Kid over at GratefulKid.com. And um, my my son's voice was being heard by this stupid dog. And he was absolutely positive that he was missing out on some sort of visitation time, some play time with my son. And that's why he was freaking out. And if dogs could tell time, then he would know that the boy was asleep. But dogs are stupid. And and the moral of this story is um, if you're ever going to record or I'm sorry, edit a podcast in the middle of the night with your son's voice on it, make sure that you put your dog in a hole outside in the backyard. <laughs> Actually, you could probably just say if you ever get a dog, you could put it in the hole before you get it, and then it won't bother you ever okay. again. <laughs> Good. That's I like that. Mold. I like that better than what I said. <laughs> Whatever that was, I, I liked it better. Yeah, sure. All right, so what's your backstory? Man, my backstory. It's as fresh as the hair in my nose. You know, I don't know how fresh it is, but I was driving home the other day. And, and you know the area I live in. It's not city and it's not completely country. <laughs> what? It's, I said city. Uh, it's, not, Cit- it's not completely country. You're right. It's not completely country. Okay. I mean, there's, there's a good mile between every mailbox, but not, you know, 20 miles. Like okay. some folks. We're grading you on a curve on that one. Great. Okay. Thank you. Because you you're know, in Georgia. I, and, and In Georgia. Yeah. And in Georgia, yeah. If you, if you have uh, 
if you if you're uh, if you've got a paved road anywhere in your town, that that just knocks you up a notch right there. <laughs> that's big time right there, man. I'm telling you what, that's huge. Well, you know, out out in the sticks where I apparently live, um, a lot of times you'll have people who have found a craft or found a a niche in life, making things, selling things, and so they'll sell them at local. Oh, like like chainsaw art, stuff like that. Yes, sometimes chainsaw art. Sometimes, sometimes I don't know. They buy blankets by the truckload, and they'll just pull their truck up to a gas station, and then they'll hang all these blankets out. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the guys in the corner. Yeah, Yeah, on the corner, gas station corner, almost always with the rugs. Sometimes the rugs. Sometimes it's chairs. Sometimes it's big, huge stuffed animals, and sometimes, in some cases, it's food. Oh. And I was driving down the uh, the street, and I had, was at the intersection there. And I look up, and I see all this smoke. And I mean, it's just—it was almost as much smoke as we put underneath the stage when we were trying to get that cat out from underneath <laughs> it. It was just a lot of smoke. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what is going on? I mean, because there's a gas station right there, and I thought something bad is going to happen. And I look up, and and it's somebody is is cooking. They've got a barbecue there, and they're making food. And they're selling it there on the corner of the gas station, not maybe 30 feet, maybe, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 feet from the pumps. Wow. Which is frightening because, you know. Oh, oh, I get to use my sound. Hey, oh, I was hoping that my story wasn't bombing. <laughs> you poor guy. I was like, crap, man. I just told the punchline and there's not even a response. I hate myself. Uh, it's Skype. <laughs> it's Skype. It's just another another day, another Skype out. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Um, so you were right there where you're saying it's, you know, 30 feet from uh, 50 feet from the uh, gas station. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, you know, most gas stations, they tell you not to even have a, a, a lit flame near mm-hmm. the pumps, right? Yeah, no smoking. No smoking. They even tell no, you not no, to no get back phones. in your car because they don't yeah. want freaking static electricity to ignite the fumes or something. Exactly. So you can see, so you can imagine my concern seeing all this smoke coming from the gas station corner. Well, this is how you can tell it's Georgia and that, that somebody, whoever owned the gas station must have been buddies with the feller out there on the corner making the barbecue. Because at the moment I was driving by, the gas tanker delivery truck was parked probably 20 feet away from Mr. Barbecue Man. <laughs> and he's pumping gas into the ground, you know, like how they – all this gas is going. And I'm thinking this is going to be on the news in a few minutes. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> and the, the only thing I can think this 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 guy his 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 restaurant or establishment or whatever it is it's got to be named Bad News Barbecue because if it's not, it's a bad name. <laughs> it's a it's a great name if it's Bad News Barbecue, um, or or just even you know uh, hazardous um, flame. I don't know. My, Health issue. Yeah, my mean. my city's about to blow up. Uh, barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a bit frightening. I know it might not be the funniest thing in the world, but this is Georgia, and where I live, it's common occurrence. 
And I don't know. I just hope that, you know, next time I'm going by and he's making a brisket, that something doesn't fall out of the barbecue and blow up the corner. Well, I just know you and you are the nicest person in the world. And I'm afraid that what's going to happen is uh, you're going to feel the need to go by every day <laughs> in order to save all of the other people in your town and buy every bit of barbecue that he has for that day. And just basically tell him, <laughs> please go, don't make any more. Go home. You know, how much would you Same make today? Thing. I made $350. Well, here you go. Here's 400. Call it a day. Mm. I need to see you doing that. Please don't put any ideas in my mind. That's a really good idea. All right, everybody. Um, if you see any, um, just just kind of look on the news the next couple of days. Keep your hearing open. Uh, anything around the uh, Atlanta area where a town, a small town blows up. But uh, mm. as the uh, the crews come to put the fire out in this city and the, all the saving people come, uh, they just smell some really good barbecue. Then you're going to know. <laughs> It was good. Hey, um, did smell good. I ain't gonna lie. Well, yeah, of course it did. The smell of gas, I, I have to admit, is a <laughs> is a great smell. I do, I do not huff it, but I do not, you know, turn my face away from the smell. I've loved it since childhood. I couldn't imagine being able to smell barbecue and gas at the same time. There's there's a spot in in underground Atlanta. At least there was twenty years ago. When uh, you sit on this, you step on this one manhole cover and it's right between a coffee shop and a chocolate shop. And mm -hmm. it's the most amazing smell I ever smelled. So I have to imagine mm -hmm. somewhere between uh, those two places. It's a fantastic it's, smell going on. It's an uh, aromatic pleasure. You ought to go by and meet the guy. I want to know his name. It would be awesome. I, I, I took a good picture. So, hey. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> I thought I was going to get an action photo for a second there. <laughs> I'm recording this for the news. Um, hey, uh, have you heard of Patreon? I want to talk to you about Patreon real yeah. quick. Uh, all the all the folks on online, uh, you can support us and help us out. What this show is uh, is supported by you. Uh, just a quarter a show, a dollar a month is all we ask, and you can become a quarterbacker. <laughs> and um, when you sign on, we'll read your name on the show. And so that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to thank our our new uh, supporters, our backers. Uh, Robert Howe, Lucas Kirk, Faye Harp, Jordan Medina, uh, Chris Cowan, Lucas Bailey, Amy's grandpa, Kathy mm. Hansen, Anna Silva, Amy Butterfield, Mandy, Mark Scott, Yanu Streespec, Alexander DeFreitas, Aaron Huey, Lucas Bailey, and Robert Howe. We appreciate it. We started with Robert Howe and we ended with <laughs> Robert Howe. <laughs> it's all right. How are you today? Well, guys, uh, you've heard our stories and you've uh, you've heard our little sales pitch there. Now it's time for your featured stories. All right, Flash <laughs> Jervis from British Columbia. I'm I made that up a while back. I asked folks um, when they call in or write in, tell us where you're from. You know, Flash Jervis from so and so. So if you don't write in where you're from, I'm going to make it up. So Flash Jervis from like British it. Columbia. This story is called A Bug to Life. He says, I remember believing when I was a kid that I had some unknown superpower that just hadn't appeared yet. Yes. He says, awesome. I, I tried different things to make it kick in. Um, but the most common thing 
uh, was whenever I got a shiver, I would try to focus it into some sort of mind blast. (laughs) (laughs) Mind blast. All I know, if I was a parent and I saw my son doing that, I would probably know what they were trying to do (laughs) just because I'm wired that way too. And I would tell them to stop looking at the television, you know, (laughs) look at the dog. You don't you always get a little shiver when you're taking a leak? Um, <laughs> no, that's not meaning double meaning or anything. That's literal. <laughs> I remember mean. trying to explode tree stumps. Oh, good, and uh, and make pits in the ground appear. There we go. Uh, I hmm. thought I could have uh, learned how to fly Peter Pan style if people hadn't told me I couldn't. Because once you believe something like gravity, it's hard to shake it off. And it's <laughs> it Sunday school. They told us uh, that God saw everything and uh, he was everywhere and knew every little thing that you did. And so I was willing to believe this, but I couldn't figure out how he was doing it. So in my seven year old brain, I decided that God apparently used insects <laughs> to do this. So the antenna on ants and butterflies were his way of keeping track of you, whatever you did. It made perfect Damn. sense. Otherwise, uh, why did spies on TV worry about their phone being bugged? Mm, man. Cheers from London via West Begod, Virginia, by way of Indiana. See, he's making fun of me. Flash Jervis, uh, Patreon supporter. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the moral of the story here. Uh, is is since uh, God can see people through bugs. Um, if you see one of God's spies uh, crawling on the wall, then there's a million more behind mm. the wall. So, so it's okay to squish that one, I guess, with a shiver, <laughs> a focused shiver. <laughs> what I'm saying, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> It's not anything. It's not anything weird. It's just I'm saying. You have, you have kids. You, you remember seeing them when they're standing there, and all of a sudden they get a little shiver. No, I don't. You never did that. No, it's it's apparently uh, <laughs> it something in your family. Gross. And I I love that you're sharing it with us all. I'm embarrassed now. I'm the only one that does that. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are people that do. I'm. I'm sure, and you, you guys should start your own podcast so you can talk about it there. <laughs> that would okay. Be, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, we got a voicemail from Yanush, or Janus, or Janush. Um, I called it The Pinch. Here we go. Hello, this is Janush. Uh, I was just calling in to Nobody's Listening. I mean, that story show. Yes. Uh, so here's a funny story. Um one time when I was a kid, probably like first or second grade, I was woke up in the middle of the night with a pinch on my side, like someone had pinched me. Kind of like a shiver, really. A focused shiver. Yeah. And when you pee the bed, don't you shiver? <laughs> it's something, I don't know. And I knew it must have been my sister. So I went over to her room and woke her up and said, you pinched me. Why did you pinch me? And she was all, what are you talking about? I did not pinch you. How did I get out of bed, pinch you, and then get back here by time? And I was like, it must have been you. And she kept denying it. So I'm like, I'm going to go get mom and dad. So I went to my parents' room, woke them up. (laughs) She pinched me. 
And they're like, what, did you pinch him? And no, no, I didn't pinch him. And I'm, I'm still convinced. It's like, okay, uh, well, ah, nobody believed me that I knew she had pinched me. <laughs> So I went back. You know your story's long when you when you have to take a break from telling it. <sighs> <laughs> now this is the same Yanush that uh, didn't see the bike that was sitting right next to him, right? Um, yes, week? yes, it was. It is. <laughs> okay, oh, let's continue. Just drawing the correlation. <laughs> so I went back to my bedroom, looked on my bed, and there was a dead bee curled up in my bed, and <laughs> I guess I had. In its death throes, that bee had stung me as I crushed it by mm. rolling over on it. Mm. So nice. You didn't get it was pinched. the bee's fault, not my sister. And I didn't uh, tell you until the next day. Um, but I did fess up that <laughs> it was not my sister, That's and good. I was also accusing her. Anyways, I'm excited about the new name, and it's a new show, and it's still basically the same as far as I can tell. So... Let's hope it's so far. another 230 with this name before we get to the next name. All right. Uh, <laughs> we already have the next Johnny, name. Way, did I say that? All right, bye. Yeah, we already have the next name. It's called the Pea Shiver Show. and uh, <laughs> It's the Pea Shiver. Hey, and I'm the co-host. I'm the guest host, and uh, John talks about it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the moral of the story of the pinch is uh, this is what happens when phonics goes haywire. And what I mean by that is uh, there is a bee in bed. And so sometimes that comes to mm-hmm. life. Dun, dun, dun. Bees in bed spiked. <laughs> <laughs> I got a moral of the story yeah. for it. If God spies in bed with you, then you should squish it <laughs> with a focused shiver. <laughs> Shelby from Tennessee. This is called She's Got an Arm Off. She says, I work at a medical billing office, which means that occasionally I have to sit through a wonderful meeting. My supervisor had sent out an email informing us that we would have a couple of meetings today and their times. So after reading the email, I um, started my daily task of scanning in the things uh, that my teammates had posted. So I'm reading all this stuff. Some time passed, and I noticed that I was late for the first meeting. So I ran to the conference room, which was full, and had to grab someone's office chair from an empty cubicle. I quietly made my way into the room and sat down to catch the rest of the meeting. One of the armrests on the chair was a bit off, leaning forward slightly. My own chair has the same arm setting, so I went to pull the armrest into place, just like I did or would on my own chair, I pulled hard and I heard a pop, which was followed by the entire arm loudly clanging to the floor. (laughs) I looked down at it and then to my hand, which was still grasping in the air for it. And then my supervisor and everyone else in the crowded room, she looked at me in confusion and I could only say, sorry, my arm fell off. (laughs) She and the rest of my coworkers had a good long laugh. After the meeting, I was teased by several people. Sorry about your arm, and don't mm. forget to grab your arm before leaving the room. She says, I love uh, listening to you guys while at work. Keep on rocking. Shelby from Tennessee. And uh, the moral of the story is I bet she would give her right arm for a place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zing. I don't have a moral for that one. That's okay. I Sorry. like yours the best. That's that's my job, so don't worry more about it. Zane okay. from Kazakhstan writes, 
Uh, Every rose has its thorn. That's the name of this story. Uh, Here's a story that began 17 years ago, but concluded just a few days ago. I was about seven years old at the time. I'd gone to a friend's house after school one day. When I got there, his mom was watching a concert on TV. I didn't know the song or the band. All I knew was the lead singer was the most beautiful woman I had seen (laughs) in my young life. Her hair was blonde and huge. Her makeup was the antithesis of the punk girl. She looked so pretty and awesome in her T-shirt and jeans, and I instantly developed the biggest crush a young boy can. Sadly, my time with this newfound love of my life was cut short because my friend was ready to play. By the end of the day, I had mostly forgotten about the pretty girl, and over the years, she slipped from my mind entirely. Now, fast forward to about a week ago, I was watching some 80s rock music videos on YouTube. Suddenly, the memories of this girl came rushing back, for there she was on my laptop screen. That's when things went really bad. What I thought was a concert on TV that many... Uh, that day many years ago was actually the music video of Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Oh, no. And the beautiful girl who had stolen my heart <laughs> was actually the very male lead singer, Axl Rose. Oh, man. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. Oh, welcome. Welcome <laughs> indeed. Thankfully, I was home alone. So the time at the time, no one heard me cry out in disgust or saw the little shiver. Uh, just added that, uh, or nearly saw me puke on myself. Despite all of the mental scarring I've received because of this, the one positive thing is I know I will probably, it will probably make a great story for the show. (laughs) Zane from Kazakhstan. Yes. Um, (laughs) the moral of the story is you can't trust a big hair and smile. That girl is poison. Oh, actually she's guns and roses. Never mind, Not poison. (laughs) <laughs> Take me down to the paradise city. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know how you could hear that voice and think that it's a chick. That's the only thing. It's the only He's thing. a very pretty man. He's got a weird voice, though. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, we got a voicemail from Chris Cowan. Uh, it's called Cheesy Noodles. Check it yes. out. Yes. Hey, James, John, and whoever else might be there. This is Chris Cowan from Chris. Pop Mockers Comedy Podcast. I just wanted to say uh, um, I'm pretty stoked about the new chapter that uh, is happening with NL Cast now, That Story Show. I think it's a, a good move, and uh, I'm excited to, to hear you, you keep the awesome going on. Uh, I wanted to share a quick story, if I may, Um this happened when I was around uh, 16, and uh, there was a girl I, I really liked, and uh, but I, we were kind of new to knowing each other and stuff. But anyways, I got to go over and, and have uh, dinner uh, with uh, her and some friends at, at a friend's house, and uh, we were having a great time. I had a little bit of a cold, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I just had to blow my nose every now and then, and uh, they uh, served up some delicious cheesy noodle pasta. I don't I don't know what it was, but it was really good. Anyways, her brother was there, and he was cracking us all up, just making all kinds of uh, ridiculous jokes during dinner. And we started cracking up, and, and I realized, okay, I kind of need to, to blow my nose because it's starting to, you know, fill up with snot again. But before <laughs> I could do that, he said something. I have no idea what it was, 
but it made me burst out laughing. <laughs> and I half laughed, half sneezed while I had a mouthful of cheesy noodles. And I pretty much sprayed my plate <laughs> and I think possibly her plate mm. with my oh. cheesy noodle snot concoction that came out of my sneeze laugh, uh, snaff, we'll call it. And, uh, it was, and, I and I, Immediately, I felt snot dribbling down from my nose, <laughs> hanging down, and I so I quickly covered my face, and I was mortified, absolutely mortified. So I ran to the bathroom to to take care of the nasty goop that was all over my face, oh. and I'm just like, man, you know, this is my first time hanging out with her. How could anything go more wrong? Turned out she was quite quite forgiving um, because uh, four years later we got married. <laughs> So, nice. Anyways, uh, keep up the awesome. Uh, like I said, I'm super stoked about uh, that story show and all that will come of it. So, catch you later. Thanks, Chris. You can check out Chris Cowan, like he said, over at uh, at breakroomstudios.com. So, uh, what I got from this is no matter what you're eating, uh, a snaff. Did you hear him? He said a snot laugh. Snaff. <laughs> yeah, a little snaff will kick it up a notch. So it's like oh. it's like emerald, you know. Bam. A little snap, Bam. A little snap, a little bit more like boom. Also, uh, you know, he said it like it was a good thing that four years later they got married. I bet it would have been closer to two years if she hadn't had to get that image out of her mind. So, yep. bam! There we go. Boom! So. Kick it up a notch. <laughs> One what? more time. Oh yeah, I heard it that time. I heard it at first. I thought he sounded Australian there, and I was like, "Is he really Australian?" I don't know. But, uh, no, he's not. What's Emerald doing these days? I haven't. I don't uh, care. Keith from <laughs> <laughs> Keith from Retro Radio Podcast uh, emailed this in, and uh, I titled it "Got a Lot of Soul," and you'll see why. When I was a kid, think the mid '60s, my cousin told me how he had been downtown and he encountered a man on the street. The man was watching a woman walk by, and as she passed. He commented to himself, mm, mm, that woman's got a lot of soul. My cousin looked to see what the man was talking about, but all he saw was a woman with a big butt walking by. <laughs> so was this what having a lot of soul meant? Uh, having a big butt? Well, from then on, Sunday school lessons and hymns took on a whole new meaning for me and my brother. <laughs> I also found out that I had a soul and it, and it needed saving. <laughs> uh Lessons on soul winning were especially confusing. <laughs> Save your soul. Also, also songs like Arise My Soul Arise. <laughs> it is well with my soul. Oh. And carry my soul. How about this one? I'm a soul man. <laughs> that may be exactly what that song actually means now that I think about it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, it's only funny to me. <laughs> no, it's great. It's good. Soul is uh, <coughs> apparently means that you have a, a rear end. So that's awesome. <laughs> Isaac from Lithuania writes in uh, a story called Pennies to Heaven. When I was a kid, I didn't understand exactly how tithing and giving money to the church in general worked. I had the same problem. Yeah. Um, I, I used to think that they must put it up on the roof of the church. And See, I thought you could bury it. Oh, really? Well, this yeah. guy's got a whole unique, I like his better. He says, I, I was told people 
were giving their money to God. So the idea I got in my head was how that worked was the pastor would burn the money <laughs> and the souls of the dollars <laughs> would go up to God in heaven who then was able to spend it as he saw fit. That is, mm. that is amazingly creative. <laughs> I like that. Um, I also like that dollars have souls, especially uh, pertaining to our previous, <laughs> our previous story. <laughs> who knew? Who knew that dollars that had their own souls? Ends. Huh? I said, I hope that joke never ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, uh, as a past, I was a pastor's kid, by the way, he says, and I still okay. believed it for years longer than I should have. I, I never specifically asked my dad about it. I just assume <laughs> that was what he did. So burning money. He always saw his dad taking the money out of the plates, so he was probably figuring he was going to go burn it. Mm. <laughs> That's a natural conclusion, absolutely. I, it just it's better than mine. I literally thought the angels came and picked it up, and and so when I was a children's pastor, I made sure to tell the kids, you know, it's nothing fancy. You're not actually giving your money to God. I know they've told you that it's not true. You're giving your money to the work of the ministry, and and they're like. Oh, after I explained what that was, but, uh, we got a voicemail from Hannah. Um, John, you're going to love this one because it's called uh, stage fart. (laughs) I like it already. Here we go. Hi, um, my name is Hannah and I'm calling for that funny story show. I live in St. Petersburg. Um, so my story is this. Yes, she does. I was in a play (laughs) at our church. And the play was a very serious one. It was about the story of Jesus when he died on the cross and then rose again. It was the Easter story. Well, this play was done in freeze scenes. And during one of the freeze scenes, remember, I was a child, so I was really little. It was a freeze scene, and I was frozen. And while I was frozen, I farted. Yes, I passed (laughs) out. It was very, very awkward. But what was worse was nobody said anything and nobody twitched. And I was like, oh, maybe nobody noticed. And the whole time I'm waiting for people to burst into laughter, I think the stage might have been so big that I got away with it. So the summary of my story is this. If you fart on a big stage, nobody will know. So fart away, my friends. You're listening to that funny story show. Okay, so she said it. She said it. If you're on a big stage, the moral is far away, far away, my it, friends. You need to turn part of that into uh, some kind of show opener or something. Far away, my friends. Yeah, you're listening to that funny story show. She was. She is a natural. Um, even though the accent is not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, she is. Uh, serious. She's a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. She she lives here in St. Pete. So, uh, but it was That's better. Well done. Far far away is much funnier than far away. Fault. Yes. Fart away sounds like a product that I would Fart use away. if I lived with John Steinklobber. <laughs> I'd use it if I lived with you. I'd, I'd follow, follow you around and, and spray it on you. Um, Fart away. Amy's grandpa from Saskatoon. Saskatoon? <laughs> yeah. Is that for real? No. Oh. I'm making How many them of those up. have you made up so far? Like five. <laughs> Like all of them. I'm thinking nobody from Lithuania is calling. No, nobody from <laughs> nobody from Kazakhstan. No, I'm just picking random stuff. Uh, this is called Sugar Serial Killer. Okay, mm. 
When I was uh, 11 years old, I stayed home alone for the first time. Things were different back then. Mm. My mom had to go into town to meet my stepdad for some shopping and dinner. And she invited me to go. But I had a new Nintendo game to play. And so I wanted to stay home. I went awesome for about an hour. And then I started to get nervous. I tried not to. I considered myself a grown up and I was going to prove it by eating all of the sugar cereal. <laughs> Two hours in, I started looking out the windows and praying that God would allow me to survive. And then it started to rain. And we lived out in the middle of nowhere. The closest neighbors were a half mile away. Fast forward five hours later, or into five five hours in, and I figured my parents were dead and that I was an orphan eight hours in. And my <laughs> mom finally pulls into the driveway. I felt so much relief. I ran to the door and I welcomed her back into my life. And she got to the door and she breathlessly asked, have you been watching the news? Of course I hadn't. No 11-year-old does that. You have to lock the windows and doors right now. Why? It's all over the news, son. There's a serial killer loose from prison. He's driving up and down the roads in a blue truck, knocking on doors and killing everyone he finds. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I go running through the house, closing curtains, locking doors and windows. And when I get to the kitchen, I see a blue pickup truck pull into our driveway. Oh, <laughs> no. So get down, I yelled to my mom. I hadn't quite finished locking the window, so I'm crawling myself army style on the floor, reaching up for locks. And that's when I notice my mom isn't screaming. She's not crying. She's not trying to get away. She's not pulling me to safety. She's laughing so hard she can barely breathe. My stepdad Aww. had brought, bought a brand new blue truck. <laughs> and that's all. I I eventually forgave her, but I've never fully recovered. Oh Amy, my gosh. Amy's grandpa. So from from Saskatoon. Oh that's a great story, actually. <laughs> I love that mom. <laughs> She's my new friend. It you know, it's it's great. When you have a, a stepdad, you know, typically at least my stepdad wasn't great. Um but at least they're not, you know, a serial killer. <laughs> but it's double bad when your mom not only married him, but now she's got to you know, scare you to death with him. So I don't know. You but probably didn't have any idea of the story either too. Huh? Yeah. There's a, there's a moral here and, and it is that if there is a guy going door to door, killing people in their houses, why not go for a drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a blue truck. Just you stick them in the back. I was I was just saying you could go and drive away from the killer, not join him oh. in his truck. So anyway. God, if he's yeah, if he's killing people in their houses, I'm sorry. If I have to explain it, it's not funny. So I know that. No, sorry, it I, it's my fault. <laughs> oh it's my not goodness! Me, it's you you can send your uh, funny true life stories, audio or text, to uh, James at nlcast.com. Or call 2095-NL-CAST. You can visit thatstoryshow.com slash contact for more details on that. Um, guys, Bluehost Hosting, that's what we use. Uh, $4.95 a month gets you unlimited space, unlimited domains, unlimited bandwidth. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash Bluehost uh, to sign up. That would be awesome. We got a theme show coming October 7th in two more weeks. The theme is vacations. So... I don't care if this vacation happened yesterday or when you're a child. We want to hear from you. Uh, 
uh, send such things, like I said, to the uh, email address or call them in. That'd be great. Or record something and send it to us. It's good too. And if you get pea shivers, then let me know. Yeah. Start a support group. John wants to start a Facebook group as (laughs) soon as possible. Um, Movie, movie beatdown, brand new show. I've mentioned a couple of times. This will be the last time. Uh, it's available in iTunes now. Subscribe, listen, and review. Moviebeatdown.com slash iTunes. We'll get you there. Or just look it up in iTunes or your podcast app, which is now mandatory on iOS 8. So, interesting. Uh, go to our website. Comment on this episode. Get involved with the community over at um, thatstoryshow.com. That would be awesome to have you over there. Um, join... Uh, I don't know. Oh, follow us on Twitter. I think I've never done this before. Uh, that Story Show. That's a brand new Twitter, uh, by the way. That Story Show. Twitter.com slash That Story Show. Um, review the uh, show on iTunes or wherever you found us. That Story Show.com slash iTunes. <laughs> Consider supporting the podcast. Become a quarterback for just a quarter per show. That story show.com slash Patreon. Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Rob Gobers for the theme music, our spouses for letting us record, all of our story contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, when you uh, do something crazy, have something embarrassing, annoying, or gross or weird happens, if anything like that happens, if it's funny, make sure you share it on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thank you, James. Visit NLCast.com for other great NLCast network shows. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.